For over two years, Tommy Dreamer tried to pin Raven. Time after time, Raven was able to escape from the hands of defeat, thanks to debuting superstars to ECW and his ever-changing cast of lackeys in his Raven's Nest. But this story started before the two men ever got to extreme championship wrestling. Like many feuds, this all began with a girl. Welcome to Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen. You could check out the Wrestling Stable podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your preferred podcast provider. Tommy Dreamer made his ECW debut in 1993, but this was before it was extreme. It was still Eastern Championship Wrestling, and this show was promoted by the National Wrestling Alliance. This event was called Bloodfest and was in the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ring announcer Joey Styles introduced Dreamer as a fantastic young athlete. As the bell rang for his match with the Tasmaniac, today simply known as Taz, Dreamer was billed as six foot three or six foot four and weighing in at 250 pounds. He wore wrestling tights and suspenders. In 1994, American Michael Fay became the subject of international media attention. The 18-year-old was found guilty of theft and vandalism while in Singapore. The common court sentence in Singapore at the time for such crimes was caning. Fay was sentenced to six strokes of a cane and was believed to be the first caning involving an American citizen. Even though Dreamer was not able to defeat him, Taz went on to tell ECW promoter Paul Heyman about how tough Dreamer was. This led to Heyman turning in, into a wrestling angle. When Dreamer faced the Sandman at ECW Hardcore Heaven 1994, his punishment was to take 10 unprotected lashes from the Singapore cane at the hands of the Sandman. Woman, the Sandman's valet, got on the mic and told Dreamer that he did not have to take the lashes. All he had to do was get down on his knees and bow down to her. Dreamer did not take that option. He turned his back to Sandman, embraced the top ropes with both hands, ready for the punishment. With each increasingly violent shot, Woman continued to taunt Dreamer. On commentary, Styles even said that no one was going to call him a pretty boy if he stopped the assault. Halfway through the lashes, Dreamer says into the microphone, thank you, sir. May I have another? Before the 10th lash, Dreamer tells Sandman to give me your best shot. Sandman gets a running start and hits him as hard as possible, dropping Dreamer to his knees. Dreamer, back bleeding, in an incredible amount of pain, gets into Sandman's face and asks him if, he's, if that's all he's got. Dreamer turns his back and begins to walk away, and Sandman blasts him in the back with a bonus 11th shot. After this, this style says that Dreamer is a hardcore wrestler and he belongs. Dreamer earned the respect of the ECW faithful on that night. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, 
art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's plutonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. The Raven is a poem by American writer Edgar Allan Poe. First published in January 1845, the poem is often noted for its musicality, stylized language, and supernatural atmosphere. It tells of a talking raven mysteriously visits to a distraught lover, tracing the man's slow fall into madness. The lover, often identified as a student, is lamenting the loss of his love, Lenore. The raven seems to further distress the protagonist with its constant repetition of the word, nevermore. July 10th, 1995, Joey Styles was at ringside. His guest was Stevie Richards. The previous week, Richards had claimed that he was going to present Johnny Polo, the character Raven went by in the WWF, who was a spoiled, rich, preppy kid. He did wrestle, but was mainly known for managing Adam Bomb, as well as the Quebecers, who he led to three reigns as WWF Tag Team Champions. Richards did turn out to be a man of his word, but he didn't produce Johnny Polo or even Scotty Flamingo, but he did produce The Birth of Raven. This man, Raven, was not the same man he was in the World Wrestling Federation or World Championship Wrestling. He bulked up to around 235 pounds, added nose and eyebrow piercing, and began wrestling in ragged jean shorts, a leather jacket, rock band or comic book t-shirts, combat boots, and a flannel tied around his waist. He came out to the song, Come Out and Play, by The Offspring. Raven asked Stevie if he had ever used a, a stack of cardboard boxes as a pillow and a newspaper for a blanket. He said he wants elimination by any means necessary. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Stevie Richards had a vendetta for Tommy Dreamer. The next week in Raven's promotional video, we found out that Raven was going to help him with that. Raven said that the world is full of kings and queens. They will bind your eyes and steal your dreams. Tommy Dreamer, take heed. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Raven went on to form a stable of lackeys known as Raven's Nest with Richards as its first member. In February, Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson joined the stable. On the March 24, 1995 episode of ECW Hardcore TV, Dreamer lost to the four members of Raven's Nest in a gauntlet match. On April 8, 1995, at three-way dance, Stevie Richards and Raven came out to be interviewed by Joey Styles. Stevie told Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson that they needed to prove themselves. If they didn't win, they are going to be fired. Then Stevie told Raven that he was going to make him proud. Stevie introduced the Pitbulls to attack Hotbody and Stetson, who were former tag team champions. The Pitbulls hit a super powerbomb to beat the Broad Street Bullies, thus getting them fired from the Raven's Nest and replaced. Pitbull number two told Raven that he was now their master. That was a lot of news and updates from Stevie Richards, but he wasn't done yet. Stevie talked about the girl who was in summer camp with Raven and Tommy Dreamer. He said he brought her to the building. Raven did not want the fat, disgusting girl there. Stevie told him that now she is not the girl that he left that summer. Raven's music hit, and out came Beulah McGillicuddy. 
Upon her entrance in ECW, she was out of shape no more. The story unfolded that Tommy Dreamer and Raven were childhood friends, both at the same summer camp. Stevie Richards and Beulah were at ringside as Tommy Dreamer came out to the ring for his one-on-one match with Raven, not looking happy to see Beulah. Dreamer and Raven begin brawling as soon as Dreamer rolls into the ring. We learn that Raven became the boyfriend of Beulah McGillicuddy after she was spurned by Tommy Dreamer. Richards then revealed that he, was, that he tracked down McGillicuddy, who also harbored a grudge against Dreamer. That was the same night Tommy Dreamer was dubbed the Innovator of Violence by Joey Styles. On April 15th, at ECW Hostile City Showdown 1995, Raven and Dreamer fought to a no contest. After Dreamer DDT'd the referee, Beulah entered the ring. She started hitting him and Dreamer grabbed her as Joey Styles asked if she made the biggest mistake of her life. Dreamer delivered a pile driver on Beulah right in the center of the ring. On May 6th in Tampa, Florida, Raven faced off with Dreamer again, this time in an extreme death match where there was no rules and he must win by pinfall or submission. He is already living up to his new innovator of violence moniker as Dreamer uses a cookie sheet, carton of eggs, and a skillet as weapons, all in the first two minutes of the match. Dreamer also uses a license plate and cheese grater. Raven gets the win after a power slam on a chair. Stevie Richards immediately comes in and starts jumping around and taunting Dreamer. Beulah, still in a neck brace, comes in to console Raven, who was busted open in the match. Dreamer DDTs Richards, then the referee. Then Beulah gets in Dreamer's face and slaps him. Dreamer picks her up and pile drives her again in the middle of the ring. Raven finally gets up to his feet and nails Dreamer with a chair, and then him and Richards continue the fight with Dreamer. Until Luna Vashon comes in to help Dreamer and even the odds. After Dreamer and Vashon clear the ring, the two begin to passionately kiss as the crowd chants, ECW, ECW, ECW. After the commercial break, we see Luna and Dreamer in the back to give a promo. Luna says that she has stood in the shadow of many warriors. Her dream is to stand beside them. She says that her rage will be Raven's horror show. Luna, for about two years before this debut, was in the World Wrestling Federation. Her first appearance was April 1993 at WrestleMania 9, accompanying Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels to the ring for his match against Tatanka. At WrestleMania 10, Bam Bam and Luna beat Doink the Clown and his sidekick Dink in a mixed tag team match. On May 13th, at the Enter Sandman event, the Pitbulls faced off against the Public Enemy. After the match, Public Enemy was awarded the opportunity to have five minutes with Stevie. Richards came in, Raven came in and stopped this. The tag teams went to the back. Then Dreamer came out to join the fight. Raven hit Dreamer with a chair and then DDT'd him. Luna showed up again to help Dreamer clear the ring. Tommy hit another pile driver on Beulah as Luna and Dreamer stood alone in the ring and locked lips again. The feud between Raven and Dreamer escalated on the June 20th, 1995 episode of ECW Hardcore TV, with Raven's nest beating down Dreamer's ally, Luna Vachon, before breaking several of Dreamer's fingers. On July 1st, 1995, Raven and Stevie Richards defeated the public enemy, Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock, to become the new ECW World Tag Team Champions. 
but they didn't do it alone. They had the help of the debuting New Jack and Mustafa, a.k.a. the Gangsters, who clubbed the public enemy and allowed Richards to get the pin and secure the tag team titles for this team. At ECW's Hardcore Heaven event in July, Raven and Stevie Richards successfully defended their ECW World Tag Team Championships against Luna Vachon and Tommy Dreamer. After this event, the Pitbulls left Raven's Nest with the Dudley Brothers replacing them shortly after. In the summer of 1995, Francine debuted on ECW television at Hardcore Heaven as a devoted fan of Stevie Richards and later became his manager and on-screen girlfriend. The new partnership angered both Richards' tag team partner Raven and Raven's valet, Beulah McGillicuddy. Beulah feuded with not only Luna Vachon, but began also feuding with Francine. She was involved in several cat fights with each of them. Francine's first match was against Luna, who she pinned after Richards hit her with a chair. At Heat Wave on July 15, 1995, Dreamer and the Pitbulls defeated Raven and the Dudley Boys. Later that evening, Dreamer handcuffed Raven and delivered a chair shot later dubbed the chair shot heard round the world. The footage of the chair shot was incorporated into the title sequence of ECW Hardcore TV. At Wrestlepalooza on August 5th, 1995, during an eight-man tag team match, Raven, Richards, and the Dudley Boys defeated Tommy Dreamer, Cactus Jack, and the Pitbulls after Cactus Jack, Dreamer's longtime ally, turned on him, joining Raven's Nest. As soon as Dreamer was about to score his first pinfall in this rivalry on Raven, Dreamer got laid out with a DDT by Cactus Jack and got pinned by Raven again. On September 16th, 1995, at Gangsta's Paradise, Raven and Richards lost the ECW World Tag Team Championships to the Pitbulls following interference from Dreamer. Raven and Richards regained the titles from the Pitbulls on October 7, 1995, only to lose them to Public Enemy later that evening. On November to Remember, on November 18, 1995, Dreamer and Terry Funk defeated Raven and Cactus Jack in the main event. At the same event, Raven's Nest received a new member, the Blue Meanie, who became a lackey to Stevie Richards. Also in 1995, Supernova debuted in Extreme Championship Wrestling, utilizing a superhero character. He was paired with Raven, Richards, and the Blue Meanie as part of the Raven's Nest faction. At December to Dismember, on December 9, 1995, Raven once more defeated Dreamer, Although later that night, Dreamer, the Pitbulls, and the Public Enemy defeated Raven, Richards, and the Eliminators, and the Heavenly Bodies in an Ultimate Jeopardy cage match when Dreamer pinned Richards. At Holiday Hell on December 30th, 1995, Raven defeated Dreamer to become number one contender for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Unsuccessfully challenging the champ of the Sandman later that evening. At the same event, the Dudley boys left Raven's nest following a confrontation with Richards. During the buildup to the match, Raven further talked about his grudge against Dreamer, accusing Dreamer of not having been there for him during his parents' divorce, an accusation that Dreamer hotly denied. 
at House Party on January 5th, 1996, Richards announced that he is now Studley Stevie Richards, the King of Swing. He says Missy Hyatt, who made out with him at Holiday Hell 1995 in order to get hooked up with Raven, was hot for Stevie's trot and warm for his form. He then says that Beulah has been neglected by his man Raven, and he then tries to kiss her. She refuses and tells him that she does not want to be touched. And after a few advances, she announces she's pregnant. Raven immediately storms to the ring and berates her for not using her birth control properly. Beulah says, why do you care? It's not yours. And Raven, in a rage, turns to Richards and takes him to the mat to wail on him with punches. Beulah screams at Raven to stop it because it's not his either. Raven stops the assault and stares at Beulah. She lets him know it's Tommy's. And he chokes her and pins her into the corner tumbruckle. Dreamer immediately comes out to save Beulah and take down Raven's nest. Dreamer knocks Raven out of the ring and Beulah hits Richards in the blue meanie over the head with a frying pan. Dreamer gets a stop sign and a homemade pie from the audience and pile drives Raven onto them, knocking him out. Beulah and Dreamer are left in the ring as the only two standing and they embrace. It cuts to a promo of Dreamer rocking around his hotel. He says, I could learn to love Beulah and be there for my kid. Not like you, Raven, like you abandoned me. Want to play a game of one-upsmanship? Well, I am up one. He then opens the door, and we see it's, it's Beulah's room, and she is in the bed under the covers. Beulah tells Tommy, I want to feel your pain. And Tommy tells the cameraman to go as the hotel door closes. On January 27th, 1996, Raven introduced his new girlfriend, Kimona Wanalea. Later that evening, Raven defeated the Sandman to win his first ECW World Heavyweight Championship following extensive interference from Raven's Nest. Over the following months, Raven successfully defended the ECW World Heavyweight Championship in bouts with opponents including Shane Douglas, Pitbull Number 2, Chris Jericho, Two Cold Scorpio, and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Beulah has now aligned herself with her former boyfriend, Raven's arch rival. However, at Hostile City Showdown in April of 1996, Shane Douglas informed Beulah, informed Dreamer that Beulah was never pregnant and also had been cheating on him. When Dreamer demanded to know with who, suspecting Douglas, Raven's new valet, Kimona Wanalea, proclaimed that it was her and she proceeded to kiss Beulah to the mat. After some hesitation, Dreamer kissed both women, proclaiming, I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. Throughout 1996, during the feud with Raven, Dreamer was also involved in an additional feud with primetime Brian Lee, who was brought in as Raven's bodyguard. Raven was also involved in a personal feud with the Sandman and his family. The relationship between Raven and Richards began to deteriorate in late 1996. At Ultimate Jeopardy on October 5th, 1996, Raven was scheduled to team with Brian Lee against Dreamer and the Sandman in a match with Raven's ECW World Heavyweight Championship on the line. After Raven was announced as being unable to compete, Richards substituted for him, with Raven losing his title after the Sandman pinned Richards. Raven blamed Richards for the loss. At Holiday Hell on December 7, 1996, Raven defeated the Sandman in a barbed wire match to regain the ECW 
World Heavyweight Championship. The tension between Raven and Richards continued to build until, on December 28, 1996, Richard turned on Raven by superkicking him during a match with the Sandman. Richards, the Blue Meanie, and Supernova subsequently broke away from Raven. Over the next following months, Raven successfully defended the ECW World Heavyweight Championship against opponents including Dreamer, Richards, Rob Van Dam, and Supernova. His reign lasted until April 13, 1997, when he was defeated by Terry Funk in the main event of Barely Legal, ECW's first pay-per-view. On the May 1st, 1997 episode of ECW Hardcore TV, Raven despondent at the loss of his title and other setbacks, confronted Richards, telling him he had one final mission for him. Raven then attacked Richards before begging him to end my pain. At the Buffalo Invasion event on May 11th, 1997, Raven and Richards reformed their tag team to face Dreamer and Funk, with Richards pinning Funk despite bickering with Raven throughout this match. At Wrestlepalooza on June 6, 1997, we had the final battle between Raven and Dreamer. This match was a loser leaves ECW match. One of the longest feuds in professional wrestling at the time had to come to an end. Raven came to the ring with new valet Chastity and Raven's Nest member Lupus. Dreamer came to the ring with the woman who started this rivalry all those years ago at summer camp, Beulah McGillicuddy. As Joey Styles said, the winner of tonight's matchup is the winner of this lifelong feud, period. Rick Rude, who joined Styles on commentary, said, it's put up or shut up time for Tommy Dreamer. These two brawl all through the crowd and arena. Back in the ring, Dreamer hits a pile driver on Raven on a stop sign. Lupus comes in and breaks up the pin. He prevents Dreamer from getting the pinfall, just like Richard did at Hostile City Showdown 1995. Beulah comes in and DDTs Lupus. Raven rolls up Dreamer, but he kicks out. With Dreamer still down, Raven begins to beg Beulah to take him back. Dreamer gets up to his knees and low blows Raven and rolls him up for a two count. Chastity comes in and sprays Dreamer in the eyes with hairspray. This leads to a cat fight between Beulah and Chastity. Dreamer DDTs Raven on the stop sign, but Raven kicks out. Raven drives Dreamer into the corner, taking out the referee. Dreamer hits another DDT, but the referee is still out. Luis Piccoli comes in and DDTs Dreamer and puts Raven on top. Dreamer kicks out and then DDTs Piccoli, taking him out of the action. Dreamer hits the Death Valley driver on Raven while the self-proclaimed inventor of the DVD, Spicoli, looks on. Dreamer picks up Raven and puts his head under his arm. He raises his fist into the air and screams ECW and hits one more DDT on Raven onto the stop sign. He covers Raven and the referee counts the one, two, three. Tommy Dreamer has won this lifelong feud by finally pinning Raven and has driven his arch enemy out of ECW. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can check out the Wrestling Stable podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your preferred podcast provider. For news, previews, and reviews, visit us at WrestlingStable.com, where you don't join, you're chosen.